Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. Well, today is a really fun show. I have as our guest today, Chef Eddie Hernandez. And Eddie is a former rock and roll guy turned head executive chef for the past 30 years. And he's out with his first cookbook. He's hit it out of the park with turnip greens and tortillas. A Mexican chef spices up the southern kitchen, which is very close to my heart, having a mother born in the south and a father from San Diego. Very informally, they were using these two forms of cooking many, many years ago in my youth. And we're and we're going to have Eddie on. He's going to join us. We're going to talk about the success of this cookbook, how it all started, how we got from rock and roll to the kitchen. It's a very, very interesting story. Talk about living the American dream. Eddie came from Mexico uh, 30 or 40 years ago. He didn't speak any English. He came with a rock and roll band. Uh, he got hired as a waiter said he could help out in the kitchen just a little bit, and uh, they put him in the kitchen, and he never left, and it all started with turnip greens. He's going to be on. We're going to talk about that and uh, and get to know this cookbook, which I'm really a fan of giving cookbooks as gifts, so if you're not getting it for yourself, as always, cookbooks and music always make a fantastic gift, and I wanted to remind everyone, you can stay with Seattle Wave Radio, seattlewaveradio.com, and you can hear local music streaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week, more interviews. Go check out the website. It's a fantastic website. Local musicians, international musicians, all streaming no matter where you are in the world. There's also an app. You can have it on your phone. You can have it at the office playing wonderful music 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, Let's start out with a little Southern music down at the Twist and Shout by Mary Chapin Carpenter, one of my favorites. And then we're going to be back in a little bit and we're going to talk to Chef Eddie. And we're going to talk about turnip greens and tortillas, and let's get this day started right. Be right back. Down a bayou stream, but I heard that music on the radio, and I swore someday I was. 
mama, bring your papa, bring your sister too. They got lots of music and lots of room. When they play you a waltz from the 1910, you're gonna feel a little bit young again. When you learn to dance with your rock and roll, you learn to play with the do se do But you learn to love at the fe do when you hear a little show of love. Saturday night and the moon is out, I wanna head on over to the twist and shout. Find a two-step your education beat. When it lifts me up, I'm gonna Shout by Mary Chapin Carpenter, one of my favorites. That's just a little sample of the music that you're going to be hearing when you listen to Seattle Wave Radio, or you could also go to northwestprime.com for streaming music. We're playing interviews every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, we don't take any days off for holidays. We're always there for you. And I want to give you a little sample of what's happening in Seattle with Seattle music. So we're playing local music, international music. There's something for everyone. Uh, you could just click your genre that you want to hear, and we'll stream that, and that'll be playing for you at seattlewaveradio.com. And we're going to be back with our guest, Eddie Hernandez. He is the chef of the best-selling Amazon cookbook right now, uh, Turnip Greens and Tortillas. And I'm going to give you a little taste of Afton Prater and her song, I Want This Truck. And like I said, she's a local artist. And we're going to be back with Eddie in just a moment. Feel the wind in my hair Baby, that we took my luck I got a man 
settle with our music. That's just a sample of just one of the artists that we have, Afton Prater. I want this truck. She has another one out called Summer Love, and the sun's not out, but let's let's pretend it is for a minute, and let's listen to one more from Afton Prater, Summer Love, and then we should be back with Chef Eddie Hernandez. Be right back. <laughs>
late, but let's hope summer doesn't run late. That would be a bummer if we had no summer. I'm a poet and don't even know it. Hey, um, the name of the book is Turnip Greens and Tortillas. It's by Chef Eddie Hernandez. It's his first cookbook. He's hit it out of the park. Amazon has it with a banner right now as one of its bestsellers. It was number one in the cookbook section under Mexican foods, and I think number five under Southern. So it's doing very, very good. It's just come out. You can buy it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever books are sold. It's called Turnip Greens and Tortillas, a Mexican chef spices up the southern kitchen. And who doesn't need a little spice in all of our life? Again, cookbooks always make a great gift. Get get one for yourself. Get one for somebody else. Graduation's coming up as well. It's always a great housewarming gift to have a cookbook as well and give that out. And Andrew Landers is one of my favorite artists here locally. He won the Seattle Wave Radio Jam and Challenge a few years back and has been touring all over the Pacific Northwest. He's one of my favorites. And this is his Not In My Backyard. And you can check out Andy. Uh, he's on social media all over the place, and you might even be able to get to one of his shows. He plays all up and down the West Coast. This is Andrew Landers, Not In My Backyard. Be right back. People dying everywhere, no one seems to care. We walk right by the sense of dies, and deny like nothing's there. And I would only take a hands off and covered eyes A, a hustle stone might start to cry It's not in my backyard Lost just look away You can't let down your guard You better play safe Or you might fall into Someone else's bad day Sorry I can't stay It's not in my backyard Precious life won't get kissed tonight I guess you win some, some you lose News catcher smiles dramatically Pauses a while and moves on to the next story Just for you Tell me again what would Jesus do In fact, what would you do? It's not in my backyard So I just look away Can't let down your guard you Better play and stay Or you might fall in two Sleeping our beds, 8,000 a day we let pass away as death runs through their veins. It's not in my backyard, so I just look away. You can't let down your guard, you better play at the same. You might fall into someone else's bad day. Sorry, I can't stay. Sorry, I can't stay. 
out in my backyard San Diego was I was so lucky that 
a lot of the products in the South are so similar to the ones in Mexico. You know, I mean, everybody knows they like cornbread. We like corn tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> they like pork crackling. We like chicharrones. You know, they they like, you know, grits. We like pozole. So it's, it's so familiar. And I was able to really find my way through the food and the culture and that doing all this wonderful food now that is on the book. And now the book is going to show people that you can be different and affordable and creative. And that's what I want the, the home mom to do, to take the book and make egg muffins for the kids in the morning with a spin or do the cheese dip just for fun with the kids to watch a movie or or to watch TV or whatever they want to do. And the variety is, is pretty wide. And it also is really easy to make. You probably will have 80% of the ingredients at home already. Well, that's what's so great about this is music is a creative outlet, but also keen is a very creative outlet. And so there's artistry in both of those those uh, hobbies or or um, or ventures or occupations. Uh, there's there's creative outlets. So if if you're not musically inclined, you can cook or if you're not cook a good cook maybe you're, you're musically inclined <laughs> or maybe you married them both and you, you, you hit it right in the money a lot of the chefs that I know here locally and in Mexico and elsewhere they all have music background for the most part uh, it's a creative process that I probably is embedded on us already we just don't know and it takes a little while before we find out what we're really good at it as I said, you know, the dream of music was bigger than the talent. But food is actually providing me with the outlet to be creative. And I still express myself in a way that I enjoy and that I have fun. Cooking is that. You need to have fun. It's, you know, don't, don't cook just because you have to. Cook because you enjoy it, because you want to make other people happy. And that's what music is all about. You cook. I mean, you play to make people happy. Food is the same thing. You cook to make people happy. Nobody wants to cook an omelet to make somebody cry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not on purpose, anyway. <laughs> well, you actually can make some people cry if you make them too hot, but, you know, you can control that. <laughs> well, that's where this cookbook is doing so well. I, I just checked it before we came on, on Amazon and they had a bestseller banner across it. And it was number one uh, cookbook in Mexican and number um, five in Southern. And so it's just come out and people are, word is really spreading on this because it really hits us where we real our, our, our sweet spot. And you have this broken down. And of course, number one sweet spot for almost everybody is tacos. And you have a whole section <laughs> dedicated to tacos. And we all love tacos. And that's one thing that my mother was really good at making when she started her infusion from, from the hills of Tennessee to San Diego. She learned to make tacos. We had tacos almost all the time. Um, but she pretty much had one way of making them. And that's what I love about this section because you have so many ways to take the basic taco that we're all used to and we all love and we can all eat it pretty much the same way every day. 
but you've really kicked it up a notch. The Memphis tacos with jalapeno coleslaw and tequila barbecue sauce. I mean, come on. Who wouldn't want that? I mean, it's absolutely an amazing chapter in this book. Buy it just for the taco section. But, I mean, we're just going to go through some of the sections. But, I mean, come on, tacos right there. I'm telling you, I mean, tacos is the way to go when you really want to do something fun. It, it don't have to be spicy. And I talk about that on the book. Peppers is a flavor enhancer. It's not to make people cry. You know, use them. You know, if you like it hot, make it hot. If you don't like it too hot, don't make it too hot. You can do anything with a taco. I mean, you can put just about anything inside of a tortilla, and you're going to make it really tasty. And, and, the, and the best part is that you can hold it and walk at the, at the same time. You know, you don't have to stay still. You can do it. They do it in Mexico all the time where you buy a taco on the street and on your way to the bus or, or whatnot. And that's what I want of the tacos. I mean, I did the cheeseburger taco for fun, you know, just for my son. And then all of a sudden now it's, it's in a book. <laughs> Who would have thought that? You know what I mean? I did a, a, a takeoff on the uh, boliche from Cuba with the sweet potato and the ground beef on, on the Cubano taco. And so forth, you know, I have a fish taco that everybody has criticized to death. They cannot understand why the taco is not a baja taco. They don't understand that I'm in the South. We got to use things that they can relate to. If I was in California, maybe I would have done a grilled taco. But it, it depends on where you're at. So your mother had to adjust to to the West Coast, and she was very successful from what I'm getting from you. And so so did I. I, I try to, for what we can do with food, and be creative and different. It's the key word is different. Nobody wants to have the same boring thing every day. But we can pay well, the so- same piece of meat. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so, so many people have roots that go to the South. So um, I, I think that everyone's going to have a relative. You know, I had my mother, but someone's going to have a grandmother, a friend, an aunt, um, a, an uncle. Most people, yeah. especially in the United States, are going to have some connection to, to, to the South and to Southern food and, and how Southerners eat. Yes. I mean, that's that's a, the bottom line. I mean, there's tons of people from California over here, but there's a lot of people from New York and from the, you know, from the, from the Midwest. And we all bring something to the table. You know, we bring ideas. And that's what makes food fun. When you have your idea of how you used to eat them in Michigan, for God's sake, and then you transform the the ingredients to feed your liking from from Michigan and so forth. You know, it don't matter where you're from. Food is about where you're at, what's available. And in the book I said, you know, we Mexicans are thrifty, thrifty by nature. And then we we, we make stuff with what we have. And, and if you're at home and you go to your cooler, and the only thing you can find is some eggs and some more pieces of sausage, you can make a muffins, you can make a hash, you can make many, many things with a few ingredients in the book will show you how to do that on a creative way that people's going to go like, hey, where did you get the recipe? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. can say, hey, my great-great-grandmother from Germany just to make it and lie to them, <laughs> and they're going to love it. 
Well, one thing Southerners love is sweets. And you have a whole uh, chapter dedicated to sweets and drinks. Everybody loves drinks. And I have to say the drink uh, chapter is amazing. So tacos, drinks, sweets. I mean, what more do, do we need? We don't need anything else. Do, do people in Mexico love sweets as much as people in the South? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> people don't know that Mexico produces half of the amount of pecans that are consumed in the United States. So. I have a, a praline spiked with ancho pepper, which got the, the sweetness of the praline himself and allows you to taste the sugar and the pecans with a hint of heat to it. We have, you know, a, a peach salad that is, for us, it's not the salad. Here in the South, everybody eats peaches and, and cheese. Well, I right. have a salad, but it's native to Mexico the way we eat it in Mexico. And so... We do, I, do, I did the chocolate chimichangas just to mash up some of the French techniques from Louisiana and Mexico and, and put, turn it into a really cool dessert, which is a chocolate chimichanga with the tequila cream sauce, which is almost like the kind of sauce that you put inside a vignette, but it's done in a little bit lighter. I have one that is made with fresh raspberries, and I got... And the tea, I costed the people, the kids really love. My son used to call the Natia Baby Jack. And he would say, hey, Dad, can you make me some Baby Jack? And I go, sure. <laughs> One of these days he's going to grow up. I'm going to teach him how to cook it so I don't have to make it anymore. Which <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's how easy it is to make things and the variety that will give you that in the book. If you cook one thing out of the book, I promise you, that book will never leave the kitchen again. Absolutely. That is absolutely true. The pictures, the photography is wonderfully done. It's laid out in a very user-friendly There's a way. Uh, like you said, you can adapt this to your own taste. Uh, if, if you don't like something with a lot of jalapeno in it, you could go to something a little more mild. If, if you want more jalapeno, you could do that. But it's... You, it, it has basic recipes. It has sweets, drinks. I mean, we can never have enough drink recipes as far as I'm concerned. You have grits and breads you, and beans you're gonna, and rice. You're going to love the tequila smoothies. I can tell you that. You may you want know the tequila smoothies. You, you'll be going like, mm, I wonder how this is going to taste with the strawberries or raspberries <laughs> or this and that. And that's, that's what I want. I want people to go, okay, it's really good with mango, but what about if I do it with blueberries? You know, and make it a ladies' drink. Make it, you know, that fuchsia color drink that all the girls are gonna go, wow, this is really cool. It looks really good, but it tastes better. So that's that's the thing that I that, that I like about that. So. <laughs> Well, you you talk about in your book margaritas being an American creation. That's probably like the taco salad. Um, there's no taco salads, I don't think, in Mexico. And margaritas no. were American <laughs> creations as well. <laughs> and so, but you have a way to spice those up. Uh, you have a skinny Rita. So for those people uh-huh. who are watching their, their calories, um, you have the Mexican mint julep, which, I mean, that's, I mean, that just is wonderful Come on. for summer. <laughs> I got some friends in Kentucky who are trying to kill me because of that. <laughs> <laughs> In Kentucky, they're going to absolutely love that. Uh, yeah, oh, the, the kilo mango smoothie. I mean, come on. 
I mean, putting tequila in your smoothie, that's just genius. <laughs> and they're really good. You know, I was in a show in Medellin, Colombia, in, in you know, Latin America, and I did a TV show. And I made the smoothies there, you know, just because I had everything to make it, so I did. Ended up having to keep the tequila and the pulp to the host because she liked him so much. <laughs> she says, you got, you, you got to give him to me so so that I can go home and make him. And I said, sure, knock yourself out. I got plenty of tequila, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, well, some of the people who is been in touch with the book and cook out of the book, the feedback has been spectacular. Everybody agrees that when recipes work, the drinks are insane. The best of us are really good. So I'm getting all this feedback from people like yourself that are actually talking to me and telling me, thank you, because this is the first book in a long time where the recipes do work. Yes. And they have a story. A book, a, re- a, a cooking cookbook should have a story. The food should have a story because food is history. And I like to explain why I did what I did at the time that I did it. Where was I? What made me do what I did? And people like that. It's not a made-up thing. It's something that I did at the time. And I tell the story about it. And I think that's why people are being so uh, amazed about the book that, you know, not only you're going to make something really tasty like the cheese soup or the turnip greens, but there's a story behind the story, and people like that. You know, it's it's not something that I'm not this God-gifted guy who just can write recipes out of my mind. No, I work in my craft, I test, I try, and when I feel like it's ready to be introduced to the public, then I let it go. But I won't do that before I give it a, a couple of good shots to make sure, sure that it's going to be good. Food, for the most part, needs to be clean and tasty. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what's so great about your recipes that that you've chosen in this book is because a lot of them, you know, at, at their root are, are familiar to us. So when we're cooking it, we're, we have a basic concept of what it's supposed to turn out and look like. Um, and then we can take what you've done to really turn it into something spectacular. But a lot of times you get a cookbook and, and, and they want you to have a recipe. You don't have any idea how it's supposed to look or taste when it comes out. I mean, you don't have any frame of reference to it. You don't know if it's, you have to go to Pinterest and you don't know if it's a fail or a, you know, or you you did it right. But, but with, with your recipes, we've had grits, we've had tacos, we've had deviled eggs. And so it's like, what, what can I do that I've never thought of with a deviled egg? Well, I just turned to what to Chef Eddie did, and he's and he's just done these remarkable things. I mean, what what you've done with make, uh, homemade pimento cheese and jalapenos and black pepper and Worcestershire sauce with with a simple deviled egg. And I, I know deviled eggs they're at every Southern function. You can't go to anything. You're baptized, you just have deviled eggs. You die, there's deviled eggs. And everywhere <laughs> in between there's deviled eggs. In the have deviled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so but it's, you, it's amazing that, that here I am talking to you and we're having this wonderful conversation about food. And I think that's that's the thing about it, you know. That that you can have a conversation and and cook wonderful food and really bond with your friends over a plate of food. And I think we need to get back to the time where 
you know, like my mom used to say, you know, we're going to eat at one. And she meant one, not one or five. And we all sit down at the table. She asked us about our day, you know, what was going on at school or what the plans were for, for that day. And we got to know a little bit more about ourselves. My mom got to know about me. I got to know what my mom thought about myself. And then as I grew up, I started going to friends' houses and we cooked together. Or they host me. They they cook everything and I just show up and eat, made a mess and left and leave. <laughs> but then they came to my house and they enjoyed what I did and made a mess and then I had to clean up. So we bonded. We created really, these really good friendships over the years whom I still call my friends. And, and we started getting together when we were very young. And through food and through the years, we maintained the relationship. I want the book to do that. I want people to start saying, okay, I'm going to be the chef for the night. I'm going to make the pot pie. I'm going to make donut beans. Or I'm going to make this other soup, you know, like the tomato soup, which is really, really good. And I'm going to make the salad with the toasted almonds and see if really, really they eat this crap in Mexico. We do. Everything on the book, we eat in Mexico. It's not like, you know, it's a made-up thing. No. Those items I actually have made in Mexico at one time in my life or another one, especially for, you know, my sisters and, and my mom while she was alive. I was able to cook for her. And she was amazed at the fact that there was something that she knew, but it was nothing like she ever had. And she was amazed about that. She always, that was like the highlight of my life. When my when my mom used to say, how did you make this stuff? How did you make it? And I said, well, you know, remember how you used to make the chicken soup? I just added these vegetables and, and change it. And she goes, it's really good. You got to show me. Now, for my mom to ask me to show her a recipe from this book, which is the, the <laughs> chicken soup, it meant the word to me. I mean, mm -hmm. you cannot get a compliment that your mom asking you to teach her how to cook something. I mean, very few people can be that blessed. That's right. It's very special. Very special. And you brought up a really good point that I really believe that there's more that unites us than divides us as, as humanity. And it really can yeah. begin with food. And like you said, you invite some people over, you have a nice meal, you have a great conversation. And at the basic root of that, it doesn't, life doesn't get any better than that. That really is the, the highlight. You know, I've talked to people from all over the world who've had tremendous, tremendous success in life. Um, and when I talk to them, what do they really miss? What, what do they wish that they could have right then? It's always usually a home-cooked meal with friends. That's that's what they're missing. They, they might have everything yeah. else in the world, and they're traveling all over, but what they really miss and what means the most to them is sitting down to a meal with friends and just having a, a, a conversation and being relaxed and really at the very base of, 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 of us as humans, that's what really means the most is, is that bonding with each other. Yes. And I think that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I cook commercial now because I have restaurants, but I still love the fact that I'm watching these people eating what I made and they love it. And then, I just happened to walk by, and almost everybody knows me. And they go, Eddie, 
you know, I mean, this thing, you knock it out of the park with this thing. I mean, it's just really, really good. And then they'll go, like, my mom used to make this thing, but she used to make it this way. They don't know. They're giving me information to create <laughs> new things. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So uh-huh. over the years, I always took the good and the bad and made something better out of that. So I proceed to create other things with with whatever stories they had. And then I'll come back and, and make it, and then they come back and they see and they go, oh, no, that's like why my mom used to make it. And I said, yeah, remember you told me about it? And then <laughs> it really brings us together. Now we bond through memories, through food. And that's what food needs to be about. It needs to be a memory, something that you will remember time after time after time. And then you will tell your friends and or your coworkers or whoever you're talking to about this that you had, maybe in my restaurant, maybe at your mom's house, maybe at your house. And that's what this book represents. It's a collection of recipes and memories of my life through my mom, my aunt, my uncle, through my, my partner, and through everybody else who contributed to me or my education as a cook over the years. And this is the result. The Tona Vincent Tortillas, that's what it is. Well, it's a beautiful cookbook. I want to congratulate you on the success that it's already having. I look forward to um, this is your first cookbook. I, I can't wait to see what you follow it up with, but this really should be in every home. It's called Turnip so Greens I. and Tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> so can I. <laughs> but thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I really like uh, the conversation, and I always love to talk about food and family, and I think this book will represent everything else for everybody. It will bring memories about years past when we used to eat at home or or a restaurant back wherever we came from. You know, you don't have to come from anywhere in particular because we Mm -hmm. all get lives to tell. And I think that the book will spark memories for one thing or another one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's available now. So you can order it now. You can have it uh, in a couple of days. If you order it from Amazon, you can order it from Barnes and Noble, or you can go to wherever books are sold. I always encourage everyone to get into a bookstore and, and just feel the book and touch it and leaf through it and then take it home and enjoy it. And of course, books always make wonderful gifts too. I think they're very personal when you give a cook thing. That's a very personal thing to do. And so I want to thank you, Chef Eddie, for coming on. And it was really a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this for quite some time because like I said, you know, we, I, I felt like we had something in common uh, with, with our experience with the, this, this fusion my mom was doing it at a very, very, very basic level. And so I really loved what you had done. And it was right, 100% right on with, uh, with, with what I was seeing with, with my own experience. And I know if I was seeing it, other people were too. So congratulations on the success. I could not be more happy for you. Oh, thank you very much. I just can never, never, never say thank you, Jesus. Or as we say in Mexico, Gracias, Jesus. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, thank you, Steph Eddie, for coming on. Turnip Greens and Tortillas is the name, and we will be back in just a moment.
define me Baby, your eyes made my redemption clear Baby, your eyes, my favorite time of year Tell me again now, girl, they're my favorite time of year An unspoken language, the secret to all You're my winter, my springtime, you're my summer and fall So I will dive into your ocean, reckless and unafraid All that I am I give you, all that you have I'll gladly take Your beauty it surrounds me like a gentle morning breeze Captivate me, you break me, you're my mind, you're my masterpiece. Baby, your eyes, they go on and on and on and on. Baby, your eyes, they know my perfect song. All right, wasn't that a great conversation with Chef Eddie Hernandez? The book is called Turnip Greens and Tortillas, and it's available now. Go out and make your own memories and create your own stories. And thanks for joining me today. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.